This is episode 225 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Today's episode comes with a disclaimer. I want to warn anyone who may have gone through a tumultuous breakup, whether romantic or platonic, there might be some triggers here. So this is your trigger warning. This year, I am dedicated to talking to you, the human, the person, the person that's doing the business, because we are all not machines. I have dedicated years and years and years to telling you how to get new clients, how to market better, how to get a better website, mind thoughts, process, mindset, all kinds of things. And the one thing that I've heard a reoccurring from a lot of you, even before my own divorce, was big life situations. And up until a couple of years ago, my biggest life situation was something that I have been very open with and shared with you guys. And that's my daughter being born at 12 ounces as the smallest, one of the smallest female babies to survive on the planet. And she's now six and a half years old. But what I haven't talked a lot about is how our relationships, our romantic relationships really affect our businesses. I have clients that have gone through divorces and had to pay a healthy four figures to their spouse who never believed in their business, but you know, still was considered community property. And boom, there they go. They had to cash that out. I've had other people that have been so crippled by just breakups with boyfriends that they'd been going out with for a long time and or very uh, codependent on or just in love with. I mean, come on. And they've had to sit out a couple of months with their business. Guys, this is life. Of course, we all want Prince Charming or Cinderella or the princess to come save us, but no one's saving us. So I I just felt really led to do this. I don't know how this is going to go. And quite honestly, it's a little scary for me to actually put this out there. But I have a whole bunch of notes that I have more notes than I normally have for an episode because I really wanted to make sure that I spoke from my heart and got everything across. So here come the triggers. Fair warning. You are not the wife I thought you would be. You're worthless. I don't love you anymore. Take off that ring. You don't deserve to wear it. You're crazy. You're a liar. You aren't listening to me. The feelings of being afraid to speak or that anything you say would be used against you or ridiculed. Being afraid that you're going to constantly get yelled at. Trying to survive, just survive the hour, sometimes the minute, let alone build your business and make goals and do all this amazing stuff that we always talk about. Being worried about the future because your present is so unstable. You feel like you're constantly on quicksand and you got to keep moving or you got to keep stepping so that you don't sink. Stressing about how you're going to take care of your kids in the future. Wondering, will I die alone? I'm so lonely. I just want someone to hug me and tell me everything's going to be okay. Feeling like a complete and total failure. Because the one thing that matters so much in your life is slipping through your fingers and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Feeling like nobody understands or that you don't want to open up to anybody in fear of judgment, ridicule, 
people telling you the same things that you're already being told, like you're crazy or your opinions and thoughts don't matter. Feeling like nobody understands you. Maybe you're embarrassed. You're embarrassed at the situation. How could I, a business owner, a kick-ass motivator person, a community leader maybe, how can I be in this situation? I'm so embarrassed. Maybe feeling like you're responsible for your current situation and not wanting anyone else to judge you for it. Or maybe you're just so isolated and you scroll on Facebook and Instagram every day and look at everyone else's highlight reels and wonder, why can't I be like that? Or that sucks. Or even worse, you get caught up in the feed of men or women suck or relationships suck or I can take care of myself or I can be stronger, bigger, better, powerful. When all that's really happening is you're just crying on the inside. Maybe you are comparing yourself. Maybe you're angry around holidays or weekends. Maybe you're feeling even more under attack and trying to divide up your time with your child who you've always had 24-7 and you wonder if you're making the right decision. Maybe instead of embarrassment, you're actually feeling guilty that the relationship didn't work out. Maybe you didn't do something right. Maybe you could have done something different. Maybe you're blaming yourself for what you think are your problems or just confused of if it's a me problem or a you problem or or what. Maybe you're trying not to let the hurt, anger, guilt, shame spill over to every other area of your life, but you're failing because you have sleepless nights and even your body can't settle down. Maybe you have anxiety just bursting in your heart that it feels like at any moment you're going to have a heart attack. Maybe you feel like a zombie all day long or like a frying pan has hit your face (laughs) and you're just kind of going through the motions. Just, yep, uh uh-huh, okay. Maybe you're fighting a deep, dark depression and you feel like it's calling you like a strong magnetic force. Maybe you're isolating yourself from your friends, family, and the world thinking that you can handle it all on your own. Guys, you're not alone and it's not your fault and you're not alone. I know I just said that. I'm going to keep saying that throughout this whole entire thing. Trying to run a business and still show up online and show up on camera or show up to your clients or show up on a phone after you're going through an emotionally tumultuous life. When you have to pick up that phone and say, thank you for calling Bella's house and pet sitting. This is Bella. How can I help you? Meanwhile, a second ago, you might have just been bawling your eyes out. Guys, I get it. I get it because I've been there. I get it. Not a lot of you knew, but I went through it. And this message is for all of you today because I want you to know that you're seen. I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm going to keep saying that. And I want to just kind of hash through and talk about a lot of this. Daniel Goleman says that there's an overreaction to stress called the amygdala hijack in his book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Matters More Than IQ. Emotional intelligence is something that if you don't know about it, look it up. It's amazing. It's actually kind of become a buzzword, but it's it really helps sort through a lot of things, both personally and interpersonally. He says that it happens when a situation causes your amygdala to hijack control of your response to stress. The amygdala disables the frontal lobe of your brain and activates the fight or flight response, which as we also know, there are other ones also added. I think it's called the fawn and uh, shoot, I forget the other one right now. 
See, I'm going off a script. (laughs) Without the frontal lobe, you can't think clearly or make rational decisions or control your response. Your control has been hijacked by the amygdala. He also popularized the concept of the emotional intelligence and the use to help manage your emotions and guide your behavior and thinking. Emotional intelligence refers to recognizing, understanding, and managing emotions and recognizing, understanding, and influencing those around you. And you can improve your emotional intelligence with regular practice of controlling your emotions and staying calm when they overwhelm you. But to do this, you first must be aware of your emotions and the feelings of others. You have to fight. It's going to be tougher than building any business in your life. And you can get through this in a healthy way by feeling, dealing, and releasing that shit and building a business will be easy. I firmly believe that, and you've heard me probably say on this podcast many times that a business can only be as good as the captain sailing that ship. And sometimes we are feeling on top of our game and sometimes we just want to jump off the deck (laughs) and jump in the water, right? This emotional intelligence is something that I've dived very deeply into the past couple of years that I really encourage you to kind of take a look at because you can actually guide yourself through all of this. Sometimes we want to be distracted. Sometimes we throw ourselves more into our work and that's a coping mechanism and that's okay, but it's only going to be okay for a certain amount of time because eventually it will come crashing down. I promise you it will. There's only so long that you can keep that up out of that. There's only so long that you can't deal with your own emotions before you inevitably transfer it to another relationship or another area of your life because you haven't dealt with it. And so I really, really want to encourage you all, if you have gone through this, if you are going through this, again, you are not alone, but that you can fight through it. And I want you to start with learning all about emotional intelligence. Why am I feeling this way? What is it tapping into? What is that mirroring about my existence or my past? And how can I resolve that inside of myself? It is deep, hard work to do. And it is very, very hard to do on your own, which is why you must be brave enough to reach out to the proper people in your life. I am not that person. I'm going to be very clear about that. I will support you, but I am not well-trained in this and I do not pretend to be. But I've cried with so many of you on the phone or rather on Zoom. I've wanted to hug you, but had to settle for a virtual hug. And I too have gone through it myself. You don't have to go through a divorce in order to take the message of this episode today. You can just be choosing to live an emotionally intelligent life. It could be a long-term romantic relationship that you're dealing with that maybe you're not married. It could even be a family member, which I believe is honestly one of the toughest things because I don't know about you, but I was taught family is forever. And because they're family, you know, it kind of excuses everything. I know we're all kind of waking up and realizing that isn't actuality. (laughs) And it's pretty hard to break up with your family, right? It isn't like a normal practice to go file for an emancipation or a name change, which is why choosing our friends and our significant others and our sounding board and our tribe is that much more important, especially after the year that we've just kind of come through. It's also so much more final in a divorce. And the thing is, is that once you get a divorce, you think it's over. (laughs) Yay, I got my divorce, right? The healing can start. It's only partially true, I believe. Sometimes it is the end. And 
Two people are able to prevail as normal, healthy adults. And if you have kids, you can co-parent the children and really be ready to put the child's needs ahead of the parent's amygdala. But sometimes it's not always like that. Sometimes it takes years for one or two parents to kind of get through that. Or every single time you have to talk or be in each other's presence, it is a trigger. And then there you go again, spiraling again. And, and this is why you're not together with this person anymore, right? But it's still happening. But guess what? There's only one thing that you can control and it's yourself. So let me go back and say again, emotional intelligence will start to set you free. <laughs> emotional intelligence, understanding what you're feeling, why you're feeling and how to solve those problems will help you not be on such quicksand all day long. I hope this is resonating with you. I hope this is making sense. In other situations, the hits might keep coming. If it was an abusive relationship, the abuser's not going to change. They'll keep coming for you emotionally and try to ruin every interaction you possibly have. But there is power in this because it doesn't matter about the other person anymore. This is your chance to rebirth your life. This is your chance to really figure out who do you want to be. And I will tell you tenfold, it will show up in your business, good or bad. You have to realize that you can create your own safe place, that you can create your own security, that the threat isn't necessarily in your life anymore, and that you took this first step in separating yourself from that. But it's not easy. You're not going to get excited to do your business every day and work on your goals every day. It takes some time for your brain to realize that you're not in survival mode anymore and that your heart and your body can reconcile that as well, that you truly can get rid of that anxiety, chest-crushing, monumental weight that seems to be on so many people when this kind of thing happens. You are in charge of all of it. There are so many ways to start helping heal yourself. And so I wanted to kind of talk about a lot of different avenues that I want to encourage you to do because you're not alone. I'm going to keep saying that, you guys. A relationship that dissolves does not mean that you're a failure. It actually releases a lot of energy around you and allows you to rebuild the way you want. You need to have the right people around you. You need to really start taking inventory of who are the people that are there for you. Sometimes because you're still being triggered, sometimes you need that one or two friends that you can text and say, how do I respond to this? Because you're way too close to it to even respond. You will become your own worst enemy. There is a moment when my child left my house for the very first time. It was her turn to go to her dad's for the first time. And I collapsed on her floor, holding her bear, sobbing. Call my friends. My friends pumped me up. I eventually got over it. I eventually came to terms with that in my brain that I'm going to be the best mom ever when I'm with her and I'm going to work and pour into myself when I'm not with her because that was the mindset that I chose to take. Was it easy? Hell no. But thankfully, I had ladies in my life that I could reach out to. And I want to encourage you to build that support system. I want to also tell you that these ladies in my life at that moment, y'all, they were not in the state. They weren't in Arizona where I live. They were actually all around the country. And one was in Canada. I call them the queenies. <laughs> if you know me or follow me, you know who I'm talking about. But uh, we're eight 
ladies who are all in social media, all mamas, and really support each other. It's kind of like the bat line. You Someone texts on that chat, hey, I need someone. Someone's always there. And that's what I did. I was able to humble myself enough to say I needed help. And the reason why that this group formed was because we were all willing to get offline and get real with each other. That meant doing regular Zooms. So I know a lot of you guys have friendships that you've made in the mastermind or in Better Marketing with Bella. I know that you guys have formed bonds with people building your business. I know that you have accountability partners that I've paired you up with. And I've seen some of these relationships flourish like amazing. I want to encourage you to, if it suits you, to take it to the next level and become friends with people. Truly become friends. It will just make your life that much more rich. They also are great support when you're going through tit for tats, you know, when it's back and forth and back and forth with maybe that person. And they need to be someone that you can talk to that's healthy. They're not like, oh no, he didn't, girlfriend. <laughs> you know, they're not negative. They're not, I can't believe he did that. Why did he do that? Right, right, right. Or I can't believe she did that. Why did she do that? She's such a, eh, right? You need someone that can pick you up when you're down, okay? That can show you the light, the silver lining, if you will, that don't add more stress to you, but you leave them feeling uplifted or feeling encouraged. I want you to really start paying attention. And we have talked about this in the business realm on this podcast before, but I want you to pay attention to how you feel when you leave certain people in your life. Do you feel uplifted or do you feel discouraged? Guard your ears guard them. Pay attention to what you listen to. Thank you for listening to this podcast. (laughs) Pay attention to what you listen to and what you read and what you look and what you're aimlessly scrolling on. Okay. Therapy. Therapy is great. Talk therapy, talking with a counselor, even deeper therapy like EMDR, which helps deal with past traumas and helps you reprocess them. So you don't have PTSD and you don't have all these horrible triggers in your life. Some people like energy work really going in and clearing out those vibrations so that those cords are just nice and straight and there's no there's no hiccup in them. Going all the way down deep into your heart, finding that joy and figuring out what is it truly that I want. And then there's books like the emotional intelligence that I started off talking to you about. Emotionally focused therapy. There's a whole bunch of different sub realms of things. And then there's just the everyday motivational app. I've talked about that before. It's these awesome videos. Just I listen to these awesome motivational videos while I'm putting makeup on in the morning. There's some really good videos too, or things that you can listen to while you're out walking dogs. How are you feeding your brain? These things alone are not going to help solve what's going on in your body, but these are all tools that you need to have on board when you're going through a divorce and still trying to save your business and grow your business, dare I say not just survive it, but thrive through it. It is possible. You are not alone. Over half of the people are going through this at some point. Be real about it. Give yourself grace. Understand that not everything is going to be perfection in this season of your life. Try your hardest to figure out a routine or goals Try your hardest to do, maybe for some, it's positive words or affirmations. Some it's manifestations. It's a lot of different ways. Something else that you also need to relearn about yourself and I encourage you is to celebrate. 
celebrate even the smallest, littlest things. If you can't celebrate them for yourself, how do you expect anyone else to? Be proud of you. Learn to love. Learn to love yourself. It's the hardest thing, but you can do it. If you can't celebrate, if you can't love yourself, if you can't be truthful with yourself, how in the world do you expect anyone else to also do that with you or for you? I know that if you're currently going through this season, you are feeling low and you're feeling depressed and you're feeling helpless and you're feeling like you can't solve anything. My gosh, you've been beaten down probably by a lot of negative thoughts, feelings, emotions, anger directed towards you. Because let's face it, you don't get a divorce or you don't break up a a relationship that's going good, right? From the one person that you were the most vulnerable with or who you placed all your trust in has completely destroyed your psyche and some part of your self-worth. But now, my friend, it is up to you. It is up to you to build yourself back. I know that you're strong enough to do it because you're a jumper and you're listening to this. I know that you want to do it because you're listening to this. I know that someone out there right now needs to hear this right now, needs to hear that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I want you to give yourself the grace of knowing that, you know what, it's a season that you're going through. And there's a really cool quote. I always love it. Well, there's two actually, is that one is you have made it through 100% of your bad days. So you already are a warrior, my friend. The other one is, it'll all be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. Oof, those are good, aren't they? So listen, you can do your self-care, you can do music, meditation, move your body, even if it's just dancing it out or doing 10 squats every hour, something. You can do therapy through psychology, through energy, meditation, go horseback riding, horses are good therapy, pets are therapy. Start dreaming of what you want. Write it down. Don't be afraid to dream. Get clearer goals for the future. Start doing self-development. Start pouring into yourself because you're worth it. Compartmentalize some things because sometimes you do need to learn how to just turn off one thing and get through something. There's a method that we work on in the masterminds called the Pomodoro method, where you work on something for 20 minutes, no distractions, and then you have a five-minute break. And then you do another 20 minutes and then a five minute break. And then there's some like writing that goes on in there of like what you accomplished and what you intend to do and what you didn't do and all that stuff. But it's it's pretty powerful what you can get accomplished when you're directed and determined. Seek discipline. This is your time now. Once your nerves have settled from it, it's your time to figure out what it is that you want to do and relax. You're not in a growth season right now. You might not be in a growth season. Maybe you are in a growth season. I don't know because there is over 110,000 of you who have downloaded this podcast. Thank you very much. But again, I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that it's okay not to have big, huge, kick-ass, crush it, boss babe, I'm going to kill the world go hung goals. Sometimes it's just good enough that you survived the day and got out of bed. I'm proud of you. I'm here for you. My job as a coach is to show you the hope. My job as a coach is to create a safe environment where you can see yourselves in the community and in other people. My job as a coach is to to give it to you straight. And that doesn't always mean get up off your ass and go do it. (laughs) Because sometimes you just can't. But don't lie to yourself. 
Because what I see people do is thinking that they need to compare themselves to everyone else and they need to do all of that. So then they set those goals and then they beat themselves up just the same way the relationship they probably got out of beat them up and said, oh, see, you couldn't do that. See, you're a loser. See, you're not capable of doing that. But I say, shut up, you are. Because I believe in you. I really do. I really, truly, truly do. It's important that when you get a community, that you get a community around you when you're going through this. It could be a Bible study. It could be a meditation group. It could be the mastermind. (laughs) I don't care where it is, but you need a community. We weren't meant to do this alone. It's important that you pour into yourself and get the help that you need because you will be beaten down and you will need to be rebuilt. You will need to know that you can get through it. So I'm not quite sure exactly how to end this, but I do want to say that you are not worthless. You are lovable. You are not crazy. You are not a liar. You are a good listener. You are empathetic. You are capable. Did I mention you're lovable? I know I already did. You are strong. You are fearless because guess what? You have a business, which automatically makes you freaking amazing because only the tenacious people have the audacity to even think that they could start their own business and generate their own living. So go you. Guys, I would love for you to go back to wherever you found this episode. First, if you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever, go ahead and leave me a review. I love them. It makes me feel like I'm not just talking to myself in my office all by myself. (laughs) But I would love for you to ping me somewhere, maybe where you found the link to this episode, and tell me if this resonated with you. What was your biggest takeaway? Tell me if you've been through this or tell me if you've helped someone go through this or tell me if you're going through it right now, if you feel so inclined. I want to support you any way I can. I'm open to learning what that means. But guys, we're not machines. And I can tell you every single day tactics on exactly how to get clients or tactics on exactly what to put on your website or step-by-step procedures for onboarding an employee. But you know what? If you don't care, if you're not in the space for that right now, that's okay too. That's why everything's recorded. Uh You can go back and listen to it when you are. I just want to say I love you guys. And I just want to seriously say it's one of the reasons why my motto is always keep jumping. Because when life gets you down, when you don't feel like getting up anymore, if you just keep jumping, you'll keep the momentum going. You'll never get stuck in the rut. You'll always have that energy flowing. Just keep jumping. Don't give up on yourself because I'm not giving up on you. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening. 